My name is Caden Coleman and welcome to We Don't Owe You Shit. So today we have, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. Go ahead and uh, let the people know who you are. Okay. Which camera do I talk to? <laughs> it don't matter. Well, You're actually talking to me and oh. not the camera. <laughs> but well, you can look, look at that camera. Okay. Well, I'm Z-Ray. You know what I'm saying? Some people know me as Sunny the Trans Man. And I'm the host of No I'm Tom Bob Podcast. No I'm Tom Bob? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, you see what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm just here with Katie, you know, chopping it up and we chilling. All right, cool. So um, I'm going to put the, the, the name of your uh, podcast here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so talk to me about uh, Noam Tamat. Uh, <laughs> uh, what propelled you to start your podcast and like, what are you hoping to get out of it? Well, I already been into podcasting. So um, some people know me from Marsha's Play podcast and I decided to branch out and do my own thing. Um, what made me want to do it is, you know, we have, we, we don't really have much black trans masculine voices mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, so I'm trying to like center, uh, our voices and basically that's what it's all about. Then the whole point of me naming it, what I named it is forcing people to talk country, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, I think it's funny and it's that, that Houston slang. Yeah. So that. That actually segues perfectly into my next question. Mm-hmm. So I actually love the name of your your podcast. So at first when I saw it, I'm like, N-O-M. And me being from, I'm from the South. And I like to say South because I'm from Florida. And I, mm-hmm. I grew up in Florida. And I don't, and I don't claim Florida. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't really consider the Florida to be the South. I feel like the South starts at like, well, Florida, like Tallahassee, Jacksonville area, that's where the the South starts. I grew up in South Florida, like mm-hmm. really close to, in Fort Lauderdale, close to Miami, which, yes, they're country, but it's not the same kind of, it's, it's a whole different kind of country. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's what that means. So, like, <laughs> you just said it's uh, Houston slang. So, are you yeah. Texas born and raised? Yes, Houston Houston born and raised, really raised like the outskirts of Houston where it's called Brookshire, Texas. I don't even know if you heard of mm-hmm. that. Nope. That's maybe like 30, 40 miles away from Houston. Like okay. it's a small city. Like, so even more four, country. Yeah, 4,000 people heard in the population, you, you know, <laughs> segregated by railroad tracks still. What? Still. Yeah, like one side is mainly white people now a lot of hispanics move there mm-hmm. and then like even the drainage is better over there then on the other side where my people live and stuff it's a little more beat down you know what i'm saying that's the side where the, the crackheads was and the crack houses shit like that you gotta love systemic racism yeah it's yeah. still there that's still cool. there. yeah 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 um we know we know this. We understand that. We get right, that. Right. Uh, we just trying to convince everybody else, right. hello, white right. people, that it's definitely still there. Yep. Um, all right. So, first of all, thank you for being here. Appreciate thank that. Thank you for having me. All the way. Yes, of course. <laughs> I was so excited. Thank so, um, let's get into it. I want to talk to you. Uh, we're just going to go through um, mm-hmm. and let shit flow. Mm-hmm. Um this is literally called We Don't Owe You Shit. Right. So don't feel like you owe anybody respectability pro- uh, uh, politics or anything mm-hmm. like that. We speak from our hearts and our minds here. So don't feel like you got to sugarcoat shit. Right. 
Right. That's the purpose of this, right? right. Um, so first, I'm just going to start off real easy. So how long have you uh, been transitioning? And throughout your t- transition, say for like since the beginning of your transition and such, have did you start off with support? Have you built your own su- support system, family, all that good stuff? Well, it's, this year will make my eighth year. Uh, Pride Month will um, mark my eighth year. Okay. Did I have support? No. Like I, you kind of got a temperature of who will be accepting who won't already from the get-go like, mm-hmm. when you're young mm-hmm. so like i didn't come out as even lesbian to my family that's how uncomfortable i was like i never came out period so i kind of just transitioned and then hey <laughs> exactly as soon as i turned 19 really i was still 18 but like the month after my 19th birthday I transitioned. I didn't tell nobody. I might have told, like, I wrote my dad a letter um, that I was transitioning, like, after I already had everything set in stone, mm-hmm. just just to kind of get that off my chest. But as far as support, not really, you know what I'm saying? But I, I never really did it in thought of, like, the support. It kind of was just like, it is what it is. Fuck it. I get that. I feel that, like, <laughs> that. that's very, yeah. uh, that really mirrors my whole thing as well like i didn't i knew i wasn't gonna have support Mm -hmm. especially from my family i did it a little different i did come out Mm -hmm. um i did come out as lesbian Mm -hmm. um yes i dated women at some point (laughs) (laughs) um i did come out as lesbian um and that was a shit show right for me and so Mm -hmm. when you know and one of the funniest things is my father used to always say to me well as long as you don't want to be no man and i used to be like i don't (laughs) Um, So as soon as I, you know, finally came to terms with the Mm -hmm. fact that I was trans, the conversation I had was, this is happening. If you disown me, I've already decided that I'm okay with that. So however this goes, Mm -hmm. this is not going to change where I'm at. So I definitely get that. So what about now? What do you have? Like, have you built your own community support system or like you a lone wolf? Like, what's that looking like now? Um, I didn't want to be a lone wolf, but I kind of feel like I am. I always kind of been introverted as it is, but I found community, you know what I'm saying? Like when I got with the Marshall's Play crew, um, they kind of opened my mind to different communities. They just out and proud. Love them, by the way. Yeah. Only podcast I'm subscribed to. (laughs) (laughs) Like they just dropped the episode today, if I'm not mistaken, but yeah. So, you know, that's why I always, you know, say shout out to Diamond, you know what I'm saying? Love Diamond, too. Yeah, so I found a sense of community, like, going to BTAC, too, um, the Black Trans Conference, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I met a lot of people there. Um, But as far as, like, I don't know, I really don't have trans friends. Like, the trans guy friend I did have when we were close, he ended up detransitioning. So. Goddamn! <laughs> I guess I should say she. And we don't really talk, and she detransitioned uh, for the sake of religious stuff. Mm. So like, it's kind of like that line of, "Are you going to invalidate me if we friends? If we're so still friends, are you going to be trying to right? Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like I don't know. I, I, I would say I have a sense of community though. It's some guys that I never met. You know what I'm saying? I think we all have those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of some of my best friends and supporters, I've literally yeah. never seen them, never touched the hem of their garment, <laughs> never not once. And I'd be like, they they I one of one of my best friends yeah. was my daughter's um 
both of my daughter's godparent before we ever met in person. Mm-hmm. Like, what? <laughs> like, that's crazy as hell, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so you always hear stories about people always knew. Like, they, they grew up just, I always knew I was a boy, or I always knew I was in the wrong body, or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. I personally, I can't relate. So mm-hmm. I never felt like I was in the wrong body. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. my body. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, a lot of there's this narrative that we mm-hmm. as trans people hate our bodies and that's mm-hmm. why we're trans. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely false. Mm-hmm. I just knew something wasn't clicking for me. Like mm-hmm. something wasn't. I went through so many. Mm-hmm. I thought I was Spanish for a minute. I was gothic. <laughs> baby. Not, not you as transracial. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Right? <laughs> like I just wanted to be anything other than me because I was so uncomfortable yeah. in myself. Um, and then when I came across the word trans and at the time, way back when now, now a lot of people feel like the word F the the acronym FTM is outdated and kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not going to get into that, but that's what, that's Mm -hmm. what we were called back then. Mm -hmm. Um, cause you know, I'm an old school girl. Um, (laughs) when I came across that term, I was like, that's me, that's Mm -hmm. me. And it just kind of like clicked. Right? right, and so when it did, it was like everything just made sense. Yeah. Um, so was it was it like that for you, where you just knew you always knew when you were a kid growing up, or like did you always know and just not know you mm-hmm. you have the verbiage for it? Like, how did that look for you? <sighs> wrong body. I wouldn't say wrong body, but I remember like stealing. This sound dirty, but it's not. But. <laughs> I'm scared. I used to steal my cousin's boxers. Oh God, <laughs> they were clean. Okay, as far as I, knew, oh. I hope so. Well, I mean, <laughs> I used to you lived so and, <laughs> and put them on. You know what I'm saying? I used to steal boxers, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I I used to just gravitate towards girl clothes. Like for instance, my sister is the ultimate girly girl. You know what I'm saying? She used to dress me. Other than that, I didn't know how to dress. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to dress girly, but then when it came to guy clothes, it just made was sense. Easy. Mm-hmm. It was so easy. Mm-hmm. Like the the every time it was time for school and we went school shopping, the guy clothes just was so much easier. As far as wrong body, I don't know. Maybe I regurgitated that in the past because I knew that's kind of was the thing. You know what I'm saying? A lot but of us. Yeah. When I thought about it, I was kind of like, no, it ain't. I, I'm me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was born to be me is what it is, but nah, I, I just show up like that. You know yeah. Saying? No, I feel that. I feel that a hundred percent. Like, I think when you're first transitioning or coming into your transition or yeah. the idea that you're going to transition, you feel like you have to fit into this mm-hmm. box mm-hmm. of, no, I've always hated my body and I, mm-hmm. I have to have a penis. And mm-hmm. um, for me, I have to date women and mm-hmm. all of this other stuff. And as you gain that comfortability mm-hmm. uh, moving forward, it's like, mm, yeah. that might be some people's story. And that's valid mm-hmm. as hell. But that doesn't mean that that's all of our stories. And we don't all have mm-hmm. to be this narrative of what they think trans masculine mm-hmm. people got to look for or look like anyway. Right. Um, so speaking of. Me feeling like I had to date women and realizing, no, I'm absolutely gay. Mm-hmm. Um, do you consider yourself to be straight, bi, pan? Mm-hmm. This is more for everybody else. This ain't got to do. <laughs> I would say I'm bisexual. I struggled with that for a long time. Like, I couldn't come to grips with that. Like, I operated DL, which is kind of weird, but 
<laughs> like I can't only, relate, but <laughs> I would only fuck with like certain dudes, like straight dudes. You know what I'm saying? Just I a caveat, of... since you said that. So did when you when you did fuck with straight dudes, did that didn't make you that didn't make you feel that wasn't invalidating for you? It was a little bit, but I didn't care because at that time I was open to straight dudes. I mean, to gay dudes. But they would tell me like they they couldn't fuck with a trans guy that would that didn't have top surgery, um, that didn't look that passable because I wasn't that passable before when I did operate. And now they all on your top looking stupid. Yeah, so, looking stupid. <laughs> and then at that point, I already got accustomed to fucking with dudes that I that I knew in high school. Ah, uh, got and, you. You see what I'm saying? Okay, makes sense. To certain type of guys. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I would say bisexual. I, yeah. yeah, okay, so bisexual. Yeah. I've talked to trans men, you know what I'm saying, before too. It's not that I'm not open to different type of men, but I'm just, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm kind of just unsure about a lot of shit. Because if you never engage with it, you kind of like shy. I get that. I get <laughs> that. I get that. For, so for a long time, um, I would have sex with trans men, but yeah. I wouldn't date them. Mm. And I had to realize and recognize that was my own internalized transphobia happening. Oh. Um and I would do the thing that mm. I always ostracize everybody else for doing. Like I would put all trans men in one category and I would say, I just can't find a trans man that I can relate to when truth be told, mm-hmm. I was purposely trying not to. Mm. And I was they were good enough for me to fuck but not good enough for me to date. Mm. Um, and I had to unlearn that. Like, I had to unlearn that. And it takes some growth because, again, it's so ingrained in us. Even though we can be so comfortable in who we are, um, mm. it can be so ingrained in us to still see other trans men or trans people um, as kind of less than mm. because that's we're all taught that internalized transphobia. Mm-hmm. So I definitely get that, like... Yeah. I say it now proud with my chest like yeah I date a trans man of course I would like of yeah. course but I wasn't always like that and I never pretend to be perfect yeah. just because I'm an advocate and educator now I've been so problematic and because I was I know that it's it's possible to unlearn shit mm-hmm. which is why I'm so hard on people mm-hmm. but anywho I, 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 I be going on my little tangents and <laughs> I mean we all got our shit you yeah. Know what yeah definitely sure. so I'm going to cut clean to the chase. Now, when my when I first met you, my first thought was, God damn, he fine. And I think that might have to do, that might be a little narcissism on my end. Because you see another light-skinned <laughs> man with green eyes. eyes. <laughs> the first thing you was like is, damn, he has. It's a lot of gay men that date other men that, that look, look like, like them. <laughs> and that is definitely a thing. Like, yeah. so you just going to date your doppelganger, bro? bro? <laughs> you love yourself that yeah. much? That is definitely true. <laughs> um, and then, like... You know, we hung out. We hung out at uh, the old Mary's and, yep. and got good and drunk. We had Why some good old times. Why did you change it? Why did you change it? I don't know, but you know, the new Mary's. Have you been? Yeah. Do you like it? It's all right. It's a different vibe. It is definitely a different you vibe. Know, the location is mm-hmm. different. It's not around all the other gays. It's not around all the other gays, and also, yeah. I liked the difference between having the outside and the inside because exactly. it felt like you were in two different damn mm-hmm. parties mm-hmm. now I, I do like the new marys because they still have different mm-hmm. kind of like rooms yeah um but it oh. is definitely more of like it was less of a club vibe 
at the other spot and more oh, of like a bar kind of. Okay. And that now it's definitely like a club. Right. It's more of a classy look. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, cute. Love to them though. Love to Mary's because I didn't got blackout drunk there mad times. <laughs> Thank you so much security for carrying me out and making sure I got home okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got me drunk. If you go out with me, you go get drunk. Just know, if you go out with me, you gonna get drunk. Yeah, come buddy. out with your liver intact because it's not gonna be once we're done. Yeah, you are gonna have to detox. Yeah, um, I'm gonna drink some water. Yeah, <laughs> gotta hydrate. Um, so we hung out, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's such cool peoples or whatever." So you know, I was I, I was perusing through Twitter, and I scrolled, and I said, "Ooh, mm-hmm. is that?" Baby, sure and I was I was not perusing through the um clean version of Twitter. I was on freak nasty <laughs> Twitter. If you ain't been, go ahead and check it out. Um, and I was like, oh wow, but like that oh wow wasn't like a oh wow. It was like <laughs> oh wow. One of the things that I I'm being honest with you that caught me off guard was that you weren't you were one of the few trans men, black trans men, who aren't hiding their face and in ski masks and full body. Baby, if you got to do all that, just don't even. Just don't even. You might as well just not. And I'll, I'll you Thank see. Thank you. Thank you, you for, <laughs> for seeing that. Yes. That was what, that's what got me. So I was like, I felt comfortable messaging you about it, which I did. Right. Um, because I'm very pro-ho, in case anybody. <laughs> me too. You know, I'm very pro-ho, very pro-sex work. Um, and we're going to get more into that. Um, so, of course, there's no judgment at all. Um, but. Just out of curiosity, and not really my curiosity, because I don't care, but this, we're not talking about me. Right, right. Um, what made you start doing adult content in the first place? Well, I already been doing it like 2017, like as far as OnlyFans, but I didn't take it serious type shit. Mm-hmm. But like, I mainly did it to promote when I was like seeing clients before. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And then, you know, back in the back page days... And then I would use OnlyFans for them to see what type of man I was. Mm Because a lot of them thought I was just cisgender gay Mm -hmm. man. So, you know, then 2020 hit. And then COVID, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, pandemic. And I was like, shit, I don't know if I'm going to have a job. Which I ended up keeping my job, but luckily. But I was like, shit, let me get this money while I can. Get my top surgery, you know what I'm saying? I raised the money for my top surgery. And then Dude, with with doing doing adult content, fans, come yeah. on now, yeah, yeah. And then I was about. like, oh shit, like I wouldn't have to see no clients, shit, fuck that. So, which is a lot safer, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I that's basically how it started. Like the pandemic, I knew everybody was gonna be in the house, and I was like, let me get some horny, easy, yeah. Easy <laughs> money, shit. And you know, around the pandemic time is when the influx of, I gotta try me a trans man. Everybody decided to explore their damn sexuality during the, during the pandemic. Yeah. I was pregnant, so not me, but <laughs> other people. Um, so yeah. I, a lot of people did. I did start seeing a lot of people like gravitating towards yeah. OnlyFans and things of that nature. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I know you're in a relationship, or the last I heard you were in a relationship. I'm just being presumptuous here. Um, yeah. If so, how does how does Bay feel about it? Or like y'all do it together? Like how how how's that? Yeah, I mean she did professional porn at one point. Like when I met her, she was in the game. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then 
basically I got into it after her and then we kind of just became this couple where sometimes we would see clients together if we went out of town. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We both was trying to raise money for surgeries at that point. But then when OnlyFans came, I was like, you know, I could actually make a living if I wanted to off this. You know what I'm saying? But we cool with it. We both cool with it. We had our moments where it was like jealousy. I was I was getting ready. You know? <laughs> That's where I was going. My brain is over here like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was moments I'm okay. not going to pretend, okay. but... Like, now we at that point where even we open talking about other shit. Some people be flabbergasted by that. We have the way we talk about shit openly. Would you guys Would you guys consider yourselves poly? Poly, we've talked about it, but I wouldn't say poly. I would say, like, on that open spectrum. Got it. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, we have fucked with other people. Throughout our entire relationship, so like it's past. but not relationship wise or not really. I, I don't know. Like we've talked about it, but like it's always that that debate because she like men more than I like men because you know bisexuality is a spectrum. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so like she'd be like, yeah, if we was in a poly, it would be a man. I'm like, no, I don't want to be another man. I want to be another woman. And so it's just it's got that it. debate. You Understand? Know but it's not to say I'm not open to another guy. But I don't know. She she would be like a trans guy. I'd be like, I don't know. Like I don't know. Shit. So it it just been up in the air. How long y'all been together? I would say since 2017. 12. Jesus. Huh? What are we in? <laughs> I'm looking at my watch. <laughs> I don't uh, even know. I think it was like, what, five years? Shit. My math probably off like a month. 2017, right? That's eight years. <laughs> no, eight years? <laughs> 2017. Why am I thinking 2015? That's... Jesus Christ. 2017, and we're in 20. Why can't neither one That's of us count? That's six years. years. Six years. Oh, shit. Not four years. <laughs> We gonna edit that part though. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Shit. I don't feel like counting. Right. <laughs> I was like mad. Okay. She gonna be mad. <laughs> how you don't know how long we've been together? Exactly. <laughs> he was just playing, man. He was just playing. Um. Okay. So speaking on the topic of other people. Yeah. Now we talked about um like cis gay men um mm-hmm. not being interested in you prior mm-hmm. to when you weren't passable and all that good stuff mm-hmm. um and so now i'm wondering even and i'm not just speaking on cis gay men um but just overall when when people find out or see that you i don't like saying find out as though it's something you're hiding but when people mm-hmm. come across you on like twitter and stuff like that do you find yourself getting hit on more sexually um and if so, is it more like a fetishy way? Like people wanting to try you and yeah, things of that nature? I would say it, my fan base is mostly cisgender gay men. Yeah. And then how I could tell the difference between when they fetishizing is just off the top, I want to get you pregnant. Jesus Christ. Um, why I do get they, that a lot. Why do they think that's a goddamn... You think... It's all I get. <laughs> it's all I get. It's just why I don't date because. And then you've been openly pregnant, so I can. You see. you know, and then they're gonna say that because we light skin with green eyes and colorism <laughs> and all that. They just know they babies is gonna be light skin with green eyes. And hello, neither one of my kids have green eyes. Not even just that too. Like some of them rather go that route than fuck with a cis woman because yeah. they some of them ultimately want kids with their own DNA. 
So Understood, they like, but I they need to. Um... <laughs> yeah, I've been offered money to be a surrogate before. They can't afford it. <laughs> unless unless exactly. they're older. Exactly. They can't afford it. So, you know, I, I definitely, I would say it's. Also, the fetishy part, the aspect is of it is what you said. Like, I want to try. Mm-hmm. I never done it before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Versus when you're speaking with somebody that dealt with trans men, they could be fetishy too. Yeah, but like on a on a relationship level, the mm-hmm. approach is a little more. It's a little different. different. It's a little different, and um, I think sometimes, oftentimes, we throw around the word fetish mm-hmm. way too much when we're talking about the trans community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like sometimes you just like what you like, and that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you're trying to use somebody like an object. Yeah. They just mm-hmm. happen to be attractive to you, mm-hmm. and they like what you like, what mm-hmm. you have, what they like, or whatever. So I feel like it's like a real thin line. Some some gay some cis gay men when they fucking trans men like on porn, sometimes you could tell like mm-hmm. they just being objective, mm-hmm. like the way they fucking them. It was like the way how they look in the camera while they fucking them the whole time, like. It's like you trying to do this so you can get some views. Some probably. views, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I um, see that a lot. That is a whole lot. And you can tell <laughs> you can tell one of my favorite lines when I tell when people approach me from a strictly like fetishy standpoint is I'm not a human fleshlight. Like I'm not mm-hmm. here for you to just fuck on and mm-hmm. and then like discard that's real weird and you don't mm-hmm. see anything wrong with that. Like mm-hmm. you came at me with your whole chest. Mm-hmm. Some of them do that to each other too. They do, yeah. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of them do that's that fine to each other for them. <laughs> Definitely, mm. and it's some gay men that got like a kink for that, like liking to be used as an object. Oh, yeah. I know. Quick story: I used to work in sexual health, and when I lived in Philly, and um, uh, we did like pop up HIV and tests and things of that nature. And mm-hmm. one of the things that we did was we would go to a lot cruising spots mm-hmm. and there was this one spot it was called um um hunting park um in north philly and like when the park got dark at night there's just no lights and stuff like that mm-hmm. and dudes would just stand pants down face in the tree and whoever wanted to come and 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 pump and dump could and i was like get your life <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Because again, some of them like to be fetishized. Yeah, some of them like it, and I get that. I get that. I definitely understand that. And again, I'm not here to yuck nobody's yum. Whatever it is that you want to do with your life, you do with it. I just personally, you don't care for that. Mm-mm. Me either. No. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. <laughs> now, speaking of being sexually open like that, uh, do you feel like trans men get more pushback? For being sexually open, like yeah. doing, then everybody. But also, yeah. specifically, specifically when I'm talking about this, I'm thinking. Then, first we'll say trans women. Okay. Do you think that trans men get more pushback for doing like adult content or sex work or just being openly sexual than trans women do? I think we definitely get a lot more pushback. Yeah. Why do you think that is? <laughs> Well, you know, misogyny, mm-hmm. um, war. <laughs> so, and, and, and I, I, I knew you were, you were going to go there, which is, yes. which is exactly what it is. Yeah. But there's this conversation that mm-hmm. trans women cannot uh, take part in 
misogyny and misogynoir. Mm -hmm. And as trans men, we automatically now have male privilege, so we can't be victims of that. So Mm. how would you like dive more into that aspect of it like the why's i know why mm-hmm. like we live this life so we get it right but like if you were trying to explain it to someone else um who just didn't know nothing about mm-hmm. it um how would you express how would you explain that somehow how would you explain why it's easier for trans well, women to do than well, it is for trans men us having a vagina mm-hmm. there's like more higher standards on you like if you have more bodies, you know what I'm saying, as an AFAB person, anybody don't know what that means, assigned female at birth, mm-hmm. if you have more bodies, then you have less value the more your bodies go up. If you're AMAB, you can do whatever you want, you know what I'm saying? You can and have talk as about many it openly. bodies as you want. Mm-hmm. And you're, if you're a man, your manhood is not going to be taken away. But. Um, it gets tricky because I, that's not to say some trans women don't deal with misogyny, you know what I'm saying? But as right. far as like sex work, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And having sex and being open and free, like a fat people have less freedom. Exactly. That. And I can't, I could listen again. This is not a conversation about whether or not trans women mm-hmm. are a victim of patriarchy and misogyny and misogynoir mm-hmm. because they absolutely are without a shadow mm-hmm. of a doubt. But in this specific space, Mm-hmm. Um, I just have noticed in all of my sparkling years of transitioning, I'm on like what 15 now. Um, Not only do we live in a like a, a, a homophobic society, a transphobic society, we also live in a sexist. Yes, exactly. Society. And you see what I'm saying right, right. Um, I, I will tell you, I was I, I spoke about this in my last episode um, where we were having this kind of discourse on mm-hmm. Facebook years ago. And there was a trans woman who told me that as a trans man, I need to, I have the cavity of life and I need to, yes, (laughs) but the cavity of life and I need to protect my cavity, my fucking cavity. cavity. That sounds like you're just a breeder. An incubator. (laughs) And for, for, even to this day, if I were to go onto Facebook right now and all I had to type in, it was cavity of life, all of the trans men that were a part of that conversation would laugh at it because we made a joke out of it for months. Wow. I would just get on live and just be like, cavity of life. <laughs> because what? And that's what I'm talking about. It's crazy how mm-hmm. it's like, yes, we respect you as men, but not for real. Mm-hmm. But yes, also respect us as women, but we get to do different. Th- like, it's this weird ass. As an AFAB person, mm-hmm. that's where your value lies. Exactly. Like, Exactly. Yep. Oh, baby, I, 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 I would be the first person to tell you that I do. I've, I've done a lot of fucking in my life. I have done a lot of fucking in my life. And because of that, I have been t- called all types of crazy shit. Um, every time I date somebody, every single time without fail that I date somebody, some random person will hit them up and tell them that I have some random ass STD. And mind you, without feeling like I need to say that, I've never had an STD in my life. Wow. Ever. Not wow. never, wow. but they just assume because I'm mm-hmm. openly a sexual person, mm-hmm. I I must I must right. be careful with Kate, and that's so crazy. Yeah. Like, and you don't really see that happening. Of course, you see it happen, but you don't really see that happening amongst, amongst cisgender um, men and trans women. Mm-hmm. But you do see that happening with trans men mm-hmm. and cisgender women. Mm-hmm. 
That's so crazy, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, it, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely not surprising. But I just I just think it's something that if you're again if you're not living in this space, mm-hmm. it's probably something that you not you don't think about mm-hmm. often, right? Exactly. Um. So on this on the topic of sex work and uh, adult content, there's this narrative that trans people, trans men, trans women non-binary people, whoever, anybody who's non-cis that does sex work has to do it as like a means of living. Yeah. Um, and I know for a lot of people that's absolutely true. Like mm-hmm. I know some for some people it's simply a means of survival because of the type of society that we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think that that narrative makes it difficult just in the vein of like the the shaming that we get and things of that nature? Um, do you think that it makes it difficult for people who just genuinely enjoy fucking and maybe their um, kink is that somebody is watching them get off? Mm-hmm. Like, I know for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know for me, mm-hmm. even if I just send like a, a, a video, mm-hmm. if I know you got off on it, I'm like. <laughs> you like that day. you know what i'm saying like i like that like right. that's a turn on for me it might be my mm-hmm. kink mm-hmm. um do you think it like do you think that people feel like they have to like live behind that narrative to be deemed to make it okay as okay as it is deemed behind the narrative that they have to be doing it for for survival rather than just enjoyment oh mm-hmm. um, that's strange if people think that it only has to be for survival. Um, we really don't live in like a sexually liberated society. As much as people are trying to make it seem like we're going to a point where everybody's trying to be sexually liberated. But like we saw that with like the WAP video. That was fucking PG-13. Yeah. As fuck. <laughs> you, you see more than that on, um, what's that show called? Uh, uh, American Horror Story on FX. Yeah. That's porn. I've never seen you never seen it oh baby (laughs) these scenes will get you straight they will gather you all the way up and that is on primetime television yeah we don't it's just that 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 I don't know that's that's interesting I think some people do do it for survival but now we in a society where a lot of people don't really have to you know what I'm saying a lot of trans people don't have to we get more rights and protections in the workplace you know what I'm saying well, we did. <laughs> these days, these days, that's the stretch. We not we they taking away everything from yeah, us. That's but, true. That's but, true. but 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 I, I see less and less people doing it for survival. But I hear a lot of stories where people have. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know. It seems like really it know. seems like if you're in community, you'll know people who do it just because that's what the hell mm-hmm. they want to do. It's an but, easy, but money, right. Like but it. in society. Um, what you see is, oh, well, you know, Keisha, the trans woman, must work this corner because um, this is the only thing she can do with her life. And it's a oh, you get what I'm saying? Like, okay. that's what you always see. You mm-hmm. never really see mm-hmm. Keisha just want to exactly. dig down the trade tonight yeah. and get a coin yeah. for it. Because why do it for free when you can get paid? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people do kind of feel away when a lot of people do assume that all trans women do sex work. And, like, you unfortunately see some people talk down on it because mm-hmm. of that stereotype. Mm-hmm. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's where I'm going with it. And because yeah. of the talking down on it, 
people might feel like they have to say like I have to do this like this mm-hmm. is something that I have to do rather than just saying like mm-hmm. it's quick money I was gonna be fucking anyway I might mm-hmm. as well you know what I mean like mm-hmm. yeah so I mean they paying shit they paying they because they already assuming mm-hmm. so they already offering like what's your raise like. <laughs> Off top. So I see why some people... I still... Let me tell you something. I, to this day, recently, very recently, had someone that I thought was a friend Mm -hmm. that I used to know when I lived in New York hit me up and was, like, talking kind of, like, in circles at me. Um, And then I had to... It was like a light bulb. I said, did you just offer me money for sex? (laughs) And for the longest time, he didn't read it. And I shit you not, like, three days ago... (laughs) He going to send me the thumbs up. You you really want to do it? Hey, I mean, I just had a, a sis friend, like a girl. She told me, like, it's some dude that offered me money for pictures or to twerk. Like, should I do it? I'm like, well, are you okay with being right. seen as a hoe? Because that's what he said you as me asking you. And there's nothing wrong with that if you said And she was like, okay, I'm going to up the price. And then- yeah, just charge your word. <laughs> yeah. Charge so much that if anybody ever tries to bring up that you did it, you could be like, okay. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and I would do it again because guess what? This rent's paid. This car note's paid. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. okay, so um, on to kind of like a different plane real quick Mm -hmm. um we kind of touched on this but there are so many more white trans men in porn there are than there are black trans men Mm -hmm. why do you think that is well when we think about it in general like black men are already kind of i feel like fighting for their manhood to be seen in a white supremacist society Mm -hmm. so like any little thing deemed feminine like you are automatically seen like nothing basically like for instance like on youtube they have a whole like a whole bunch of videos talking about black actors that refuse to dress you see what I'm saying? Like that's a thing, right? The emasculization exactly. of the so black man. You could you could talk about murdering a hundred people. You could talk about fucking mad drugs, hoes. Fuck, yeah, fuck this bitch, fuck that bitch. Mm-hmm. But the moment you put on a dress, that's when your success is right. belittled. Your success is null and void. Like pack it up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, and then you add the trans aspect mm-hmm. as a black man, because mm-hmm. you're experiencing black manhood. Mm-hmm. You already fighting for your manhood, too, to be seen and validated. So, like, anything deemed feminine, you're going to try to stray away from that. And if you, know you notice that people are less inclined to watch a trans man topping. Right. So, the the porn that gets the the views and the money and the and mm-hmm. the and the clients mm-hmm. are of all the trans men bottoming mm-hmm. and whether or not you're a proud bottom like me <laughs> um <laughs> you still might not want to be seen with your legs up in the air because if we're already out here scratching and surviving trying mm-hmm. to be um seen as valid mm-hmm. that makes sense that makes yeah, plenty yeah. of sense it, but all... why do you think why do you think that for white trans men Somehow, in their community, they're not seen as less. Well, white men in general seem to have more um, 
freedom with gender mm-hmm. expression. Like you, did you see that viral video of that little boy like dancing at a parade with like yes, with the little yes, I did yes. I was like, say if that was a little, little black mm-hmm. boy, they I didn't would even consider be, that until you just said that. They wouldn't think this shit was funny. They wouldn't they think it was so cute and be like, if it was Zaya Wade, for instance, you know what I'm saying? They would be. Losing ready for the right and think pieces, yes, condemning the but, parents. But that that goes back to mm-hmm. slavery. Like black men have been fighting because they always come second to white men, mm-hmm. and white men being the epitome of masculinity, and white women being the epitome of femininity. You know what I'm saying? People in the black community have been fighting for that femininity mm-hmm. and masculinity, and having all these debates of what's a man, what's, what's a woman, woman who's, who's what supposed to right. look like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's deep. That it is. Deep. It does It does run deep. And it, it transferred over to the trans community. You know? Now I want to have a whole conversation about that. <laughs> we might have to do that. Um, okay, so that was, that. yeah. I think yeah. we might need to caveat off of that. I, I think it would be a nice thing to have maybe an effeminate cisgender gay man. And that's what, that's why I respect feminine black men the most because the amount of not ha- having to like not giving a fuck you I, have to have i love I'm, i get goosebumps i love <laughs> feminine black men with yes. all my heart because because to have to not to have to but to have the courage to walk get up and walk out of the house every single day um in, a, in especially in today's society, where again people are mm-hmm. writing all these think pieces on what a man's supposed to look like and how and what and that's what validates their manhood. Mm-hmm. And honestly, a lot of cisgender, especially heterosexual people, don't know what manhood or womanhood means because everybody got a different goddamn. Exactly. But they do know that they see femininity as a negative. So seeing black men exude any form of femininity, they automatically feel this feeling of hatred towards them. And that leaves um, feminine black men, and let's face it, um, not cis-assumed trans women, Mm -hmm. any trans-feminine person, um, susceptible to violence every single day. Mm -hmm. And still, every day, they wake up and be bad bitches and walk out the house And baby, I'm the quickest person, as feminine as I am, I'm the quickest person. Yes, you can be my boyfriend slash girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? We go together. Like, the amount of not give a fuck you yes. have to have, like, and confidence. Yeah, confidence. You it's, have that's, to have. And that's the sexiest thing in the world, that confidence. It's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, now shit. Yeah, like, I respect that shit. Yeah. Like, and it's a lot of men in the gay community that, like, even uphold those those standards of like mass for mass, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yes. But it's like, bro, you still a gay dude, like no matter how much you try to fit into boxes. And that's what I don't get. Right, because I always think of it this way. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the Tyler Perry but... the Tyler Perry movie with uh Jan- yeah. Janet Jackson and she was like, Oh, so so you doing the bending. And <laughs> because what that perpetrates is he's like, Ain't nobody bending me over as though that somehow takes away from mm-hmm. his gayness. But she's like, Okay, so you the one doing the bending. Either way, Sir, he's still gay, he's still gay. Yes. and these they be in here fighting about. Yeah, I want a man. So is a feminine man, right? Feminine be the adjective, and man mm-hmm. being the noun. Does that not make him a man? He's just right. feminine. Like that's so right. weird. That's a whole nother conversation. 
And then it's like that that conversation between they be like it's preference. And, yeah, but yeah, it's, 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 yes, it's, it is. It's but also, yeah, between preference mm-hmm. and, and just being a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's be real. And that goes for the preference of like gay yeah. men um, not wanting to date trans men. All right. Just say you don't see me as a man. And keep it <laughs> you, like, just you say that. You're not attracted to all trans men just on the basis, just on the of, basis of them yeah. being trans because you're assuming right. how we have sex, what's in between our legs. Because let's face it, it all comes down to sex. Right. Um, um, how we have sex, what's between our legs, who's doing the bending. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> exactly. Matter of fact, I don't know if you know JC on. I've heard of him. Jason, he made a post today on Facebook, and I'm sorry if, if Jason, this wasn't supposed to be there. I can't remember if it was public or not, but you said it. It was on Facebook. So anyway, um, <laughs> that's my homie, by the way. Shout out to Jason. Um, he made a post this morning, and it mm-hmm. said, it's so funny how y'all get on these uh, on these apps and stuff and be like, you don't, um, you won't let a trans man top you because you like the real thing, but then you get on Twitter and you're sitting on dildos. And I was like, <laughs> well, I'm going to just log off for the day because what you going to say? No, I'm not. Yes, you are. We've seen it since. Not even that, though. It's trans men out here with bottom surgery. That's what I'm saying. That's the other part of it. It's like, I like the real thing. Okay, I got that. So what's next? Then they start Then they start looking for things. So do you come the same? Does something right. come out? You don't even swallow. You just said last time on that last post in 2012 that you do not swallow. So why does it matter? They be trying it. Oh, you got, you don't, like, they just start nitpicking. Just say you don't like trans people. That's why I'm glad I'm bisexual because I get to choose who I, who I just want to deal with. I'm on that spectrum. Sometimes I wish I liked women. I'm on that spectrum where I like women more anyway. I don't date men, but I'll fuck around with them. But I always say that I wish that men liked me the same way women do. Wow. Women love me. Yeah. My God. They especially <laughs> like if you go on my TikTok, like and if I showed you like my analytics, I have a hundred and four thousand followers on TikTok. Seventy five percent of them are women. And they do not play about me. They be ready to fight people. They like <laughs> I'm not even kidding, That's like they stuff. do not play I'm like, Well, where the men's at? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> like what is going on? That's that shit stuff. is crazy. All right, That's so stuff. um while we're still on the topic of sex, mm-hmm. um, what are your thoughts on sexual positions? And this kind of segues the femininity, masculinity. Um, for example, the fact that so many people assume that trans men are bottoms for anyone who has a penis. Mm-hmm. My take on sexual positions. Hmm. Well, I would say that I'm verse, um, depending on who I'm dating. Um, like for the most part, I've always dated cis women and I've always been the Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've never got to experience um, them topping me, but I've always wondered about that. I've always been curious about that. Mm-hmm. But because I've always been in long-term relationships, I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff I'm not really sure on what I actually like. So, I don't know. I guess I would say I'm versed. My take on positions, I don't even know. Like, hmm. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, but like I've top like like for instance with me and my girlfriend, um, if she's in the mood to dush, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Really, that's what it boils down to. And then we, it's just like, well, we could do it 
the easy way. So it's just baby, that easy way sometimes it's just all you have energy for. <laughs> yeah, all you like have energy sometimes, for. like there'll be sometimes where she'll do this and I'll fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, that takes a minute <laughs> and the craziest thing is like as a trans man um for me as a trans man who's who's, yeah. who's i'm like a bottom but and i say like a bottom because with other trans men i'm definitely verse gotcha. um but uh i'm a bottom for the most part mm-hmm. the amount of time that i've done anal with mm-hmm. a cisgender man is very slim yeah one because there's been a few reasons. One, because who feels like yeah. we can just do it right yeah. now. Um, yeah. But I actually enjoy anal, so I be wanting to do it. But then they don't want to do anal with me. Hmm. And I'd be like, why? They don't really have an answer. But you be before you dated they, me. They don't want you to bottom anally? Right. Really? Yes. I'm surprised at that. They, I don't know if they feel like because I'm a trans man that I don't know how to clean out properly. I'm not really certain, but baby, I've never painted on anyone ever in my life. <laughs> never. Not even a crumb. <laughs> so that that's insulting. But I think that's so funny. They forget we have booty holes. They do. Yeah. It's like they forget completely. And I'm like, it's a whole booty hole back there. You don't want to visit her? Because she could use a, a, a visitor. Knock on her door for a little bit. <laughs> Like, Absolutely. and I've come across some, some cis gay men, shout out to y'all, who are eager. They're like, oh, you do yeah. anal too? Shut the fuck up. But then they be wanting to go back and forth. And I'm like, ah! pH balance is a real thing, baby. We not doing that. Exactly. No, no, no. But they, they say opinions is like booty holes. Everybody got one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do you know say that. Um, okay. But, uh, to stay on that topic real mm-hmm. quick. I get annoyed when everybody assume I'm about them. Like, for instance, I have studs hit me up. They assume I'm a bottom. Tell them they to hit me up. Bottom. <laughs> they, they assume I'm a bottom for them. And then all trans men assume I'm a bottom for them. But it makes sense, you know, because of the content I put out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To a degree. Exactly. To a degree. So like, I'm come on, let's, at it, let's be real. Like, that, bro, like, let's, let's be real. And, I'm not and a not... mask bottom. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's one of the reasons why. I've had an aversion to dating um, trans men uh, is because they all assume I'm a bottom, which I am, mm-hmm. right? But because they assume I'm a bottom, they put on this hyper-masculine thing. <laughs> that is the biggest turnoff to me. Like, sir, <laughs> sir, relax. You can unpuff your chest. You can unpuff your chest because, baby, if you're not about to go get your t- at least your toes done with me, we can't date. If you okay. think that trimming your um, underbush downstairs is somehow feminine, we can't date. You're not yeah. about to have me choking and dying. Yeah. If you're not taking care of your um, your 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 hygiene like you're supposed to, mm-hmm. because you modeling yourself after after hyper masculine mm-hmm. cis men, we can't mm-hmm. date. Even they be needing the shave, like the, like the trim the that yeah. shit down. Yeah. And as a hairy bottom, I'm one thing about me, baby, is I'm gonna go give me a wax <laughs> because I understand. <laughs> like I that. that's you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um. So speaking of masculinity and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, me personally, I've been ridiculed, made fun of, um, threatened, uh, actually th- literally threatened by people that didn't even know me. Um, to get jumped, um, and all types yeah. of shit, uh, just for being openly gay, giving birth, um, not being masculine. Yeah. Um, what role do you think that toxic masculinity plays, um, in the visibility that trans men receive? And so, 
here's where I'm going with that. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that feminine trans men and trans men who carry our own kids, do you think they, that we give like a bad name to the trans masculine community? Mm -mm. Because it's one of those things where it's like, it's almost like you saying you want somebody to be the face of a stereotype, basically. Mm -hmm. You want somebody to be the face of a group. I don't know. That's weird as fuck to me. Like, why? Like, you should know everybody have different opinions. Mm -hmm. You should take everybody on an individual account. Like, that's where, like, activists have been trying to push society where we're getting rid of stereotypes and we trying to present, you know, different ways of how people show up. So no. Right. And I've yeah. literally had it where people have told me that me existing yeah. um, as an openly trans man um, has somehow taken away from their, from people taking them seriously as a man. I would say this. I would say that you somebody that definitely opened my mind. Like when you were open, like I came across videos of you being open with your firstborn. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, like, you opened my mind, and then you you being gay on top of that, I would say you opened my mind. And I always thought that was a positive thing. Okay, so we were talking about feminine trans yeah. men giving a bad name. So what I was getting ready to say to you was that what I've been told numerous times was because I gave birth mm -hmm. and because I'm gay, somehow everybody's going to think that all trans men want to give birth and all trans men are gay. But like, why is that my fault? So I'm supposed to just not live out loud and I'm just supposed to clam myself up because of what society thinks. Maybe as a trans man, if you don't want that to be the narrative, be out loud. I feel like that's so small minded. Mm -hmm. And who are you as a transition person to Go out of a box and then uphold. I'm telling you, I, I, one of my, my, my absolute motto is I did not step outside of one box to step into another. Exactly. That's, I say it all the time. It's a constant for me. Um, but on top of that, you're so mad about it that you want to fight me. That's crazy. Yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> what you going like, to fight the gay out of me? That's some insecurity there. I like, think so too. That, that's some coward ass shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how I view it. I think it's some pussy ass shit. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and I still haven't got my ass beat, so I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird as fuck to me. That's right. weird as fuck. Because you beefing with somebody you never even met. That's weird as hell. I'm telling you. I don't you. get that shit. Yeah, know. listen. But I mean, I've been, I, I can kind of relate, like me doing sex work and showing off my body and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you said, showing mm -hmm. my face. Mm -hmm. Some people feel like that's giving trans men a bad name too. How? How? I don't know. Especially if you what, got the same I eat don't shit. make you shit? If you got the same right. shit going, it don't make sense. The difference is I'm confident enough. And you're insecure about yours. <laughs> and and I always say, yeah, it. right. And I always say, is it's it because you deeply want to do it? You low key want to do it. And a lot of the people that wanted to fight me years ago are now gay, happily in relationships, done gave birth behind the scenes. And I was like, oh, okay, so you didn't hate me. You wanted to be me. Right. Heard you. Heard you. <laughs> um, so that's a good caveat. And to, that's usually what hate really boils down exactly, to. Exactly. Projection. So, some, yeah. Mm -hmm. Somewhere in there you see something that you won't. Like you see something of yourself. Facts. Actual <laughs> factual. Um, so that leads me into my next question. Um, do you find that you get more hate from 
within the LGBTQIA plus community or from cisgender heterosexual people? Um, I would say if I'm out, cis heterosexual people. Like mm-hmm. if I'm not operating stealth, which I always operated stealth at my job mm-hmm. and stuff. But like, for instance, recently one lady kind of found out because my dead name was attached to my work stuff. It's a long ass story that I told <laughs> on my first episode. Mm-hmm. But but I would say the way they express hate is more brutal because they know a lot of times they'll have the upper hand or else they think. They think. So right. they think. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like as far as the LGBT community, like like I said, like showing my body and stuff, um, it's a lot of pushback. Like even down to what I call... Like, even down to calling my pussy a pussy or a vagina a mm-hmm. vagina. You know what I'm saying? It's like, don't call it that. Like, I used to be that way. Yeah. Um, I just recently <laughs> got, I had to, like, I sat with myself. Yeah. Because dudes would hit me up and be like, yeah, let me eat that pussy. And I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that. what makes it cringy. Don't, don't, <laughs> so, don't, don't say that. You going to suck this dick because you can. Yeah. Um, but then I had to really, like, take hold of that, take that power away. Because you're giving mm-hmm. to people too much power. Mm-hmm. Now I openly say the word pussy. And I will be honest with you. Sometimes I still hesitate because of that internalized, yep. I guess, shame. Mm-hmm. But I had to realize that, like, cisgender men call their assholes pussies. <laughs> Full stop. End of conversation. <laughs> so, all right. So um, what what's next for you? And how can people find you? What's next for me? Well... Hopefully, people can tune into our episodes together yes. on my podcast. Yes. And shit, we'll see where it go. I don't really know what's next for me. Shit, I'm trying to see where it go. You know, going with the flow, taking it step by step. Shit, hopefully, everything positive. Yeah. Okay, and so where can people find you? Feel free to plug your OnlyFans, your Twitter, anything, anywhere you want people to be able to find you at. You can find me on Instagram at ZZDIRAYE. Um, and then from there, my link tree is on there and all my shit on there. So shit. Easy peasy, lemon yep. squeezy. And I'll drop all of that um, in the video um, and um, in the, what's it called? Um, and and that that's it. I think we had a good conversation. Here I was. I don't usually let my podcast be more than 30 minutes. We had an hour. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed this conversation because I did. Um, yeah. I appreciate you so much for being here. Um, make sure y'all hit him up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Cause baby, yeah. my um, my um, 